Welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation with your host, Marianne Beckman-Berman. Over the next hour, you'll learn from Marianne the secrets of the sister sciences, yoga and Ayurveda. Now, here is Marianne. Oh, welcome to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. I'm honored to have you here listening wherever you are and whatever time of the day it happens to be. So today I want to dedicate this episode number 11, and it is entitled Remaining Open-Hearted Regardless. So this is dedicated to one of the, um, one of my coworkers who basically will be leaving her assignment, um, you know, come next week before we um, depart for winter break. And, you know, this is all about the elements. So with the wisdom of Ayurveda, <laughs> um, I, I can look at this from another perspective. And so knowing that my coworker was there for a reason. So she was there to, to actually make a difference in, in some of these tough girls' lives um, by helping them now while they're young, while they're in fourth and fifth or, you know, third grade now, okay? Because you know that when when children talk back, okay, there's there's something going on typically, right? Uh, maybe it's uh, something going on in their environment with their schools. Maybe it's just this this rife that they have with somebody that is ongoing, you know? So that's where I look at what's going on with this counselor as, you know, that saying that says, you never know why somebody may come into your life. And there, or, you know, there's, it's either a reason or a season, a lifetime. And you never know which one it is until it ends. So I think that whether this was um, a particular reason, even for um, a short period of time, and, and, and who knows, you know, maybe, maybe this, this journey will continue and um, take shape um, down the line in, in, in another way. But, um, but this particular counselor, when I met her, I could immediately tell she had more vata and pitta. So a smaller frame um thinner um she is somebody who is an excellent you know referee with the children because she you know was an athlete when when she went to school and 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 that fire in her because she's got a strong fire and she's got a high air element she's not you know shy she, it, it's her nature to basically be a little um, sharper. The pitta, the fire and water element, you know, they naturally see things a bit different. And when they see things, if they've got that vata in them, the air element, that vata is all about movement. That movement needs to move. And once you kind of especially ignite that fire, Right. And and that movement, you can make somebody even just a little bit more overheated. And and naturally they're going to have that passion when they speak. Sometimes that passion to other people can can, you know, be um 
misunderstood even. And that it's it's almost, um, you know, oh, they're too intense, angry. <laughs> you know, if, if you've ever been a part of some of those family arguments. So it's that's the the pitta nature. And it doesn't mean that the pitta um doesn't have that natural tendency, you know, to to also have that um kapha. The kapha, the more earth element, that's their nature to be maybe um just a bit more stable. Okay. So, you know, you can see how one counselor may have more stability. Another counselor is able to move around. Um, and, and this really helps to have the understanding of the elements when, when you are working with others and, and there's any kind of what we call unease. It doesn't necessarily have to be dis-ease, but a big part of yoga as the sutra goes, you know, it's about stera sukham asanam. And it's about finding that ease and that steadiness in, in not only your poses, but in all of life, okay, off or on the mat. I mean, as the deeper dimensions of yoga go, all life is yoga. And these are all opportunities to be very conscious of each word, our thoughts, you know, our actions. Okay, so I wanted to just say that, are you somebody, when you see something that perhaps could be improved, perhaps, oh, you look at it and you can't help but see, oh, you know what, there probably is a better way to do this. You know, let me, let me try this. And if you're one who does speak up, that is usually a characteristic of that pitta because the pitta nature is, is most likely, again, because of their connection to the eyes, but they're, they're confident. They, they see the world a bit different and they want to go ahead. And um, honestly, especially if it's coming from the heart, they would like to basically you know, make it, make it better for all. All right. So what about when we come to the senses, since that's a big part of Ayurveda, um, are the five senses. What about when you hear things? So when you hear things that don't necessarily resonate with you, do you just kind of, oh, let it bounce off? Or do you say something? Are you afraid to say something? The vata nature, and maybe perhaps if you've got a vata imbalance or your vata is naturally a little higher at this season in the fall, you might find yourself lacking some of that confidence. And unless that's been your lifelong nature, okay, that might give you a tendon or an understanding of why you may um, hold back a bit so that that can be they're more shy. Um, the pitta too, you know, depending upon the, the, the um, situation, if they observe everything and they see everything, um, they may say, ooh, we, I don't think I necessarily want to be in that environment. Let me separate myself. Okay. So it, it's just interesting because oftentimes when you have somebody who's new to an environment, 
And then you have somebody who's been there for any length of time. Most employees who've been with um, the same organization, the same group, oh, volunteers, without a doubt, most oftentimes, they're, they have more of those kapha tendencies. So they may be pitta kapha, vata kapha. They may be the kapha vata, kapha pitta. But they are naturally more prone to have that stability and they are more attached. It's kind of like that concept of you can't move a mountain. And the mountain, you know, if you go out every day and look at that mountain, other than the seasonal changes, you know, change is very slow. All right. You're not necessarily watching all the different layers form and and in the movements. Well, unless, of course, you're in an area with, you know, of course, those um, storms or volcanoes. So there's always exceptions. But for the most part, it's it's much slower. Okay, so what about when you smell things? <laughs> I'm working with all these children now and knowing that they're likely waking up in the morning, probably rushing to get out of the house, grabbing all of the bags and all of the the materials that they have to carry now from their water bottle, their lunch bag, um, their Chromebooks. Some of them have different bags for their boots, their just their their snowsuits, their winter clothing. My goodness, right? Um, they're they're really for being prepared to carry all this stuff. I think <laughs> maybe for the rest of their lives. But when you smell, when you smell, so I would say the the smells that I mostly see now are the hand sanitizers because all the rooms, most, a lot of buildings now have those hand sanitizers in, you know, right at the doorway. And oftentimes I, I see now the children wanting to use that hand sanitizer to, to put in the clay to help soften it. And I'm the one reminding them that, you know, I teach I teach what's called Ayurveda, and it's all about the senses. And, you know, we try as best we can to not put anything on our skin, you know, that um, we can't eat. So, yes, we need this, right? Okay, but we don't want to use it all the time. And I don't want to see them, you know, over-pumping it because they're young. And, and, and we know that there's all sorts of endocrine disruptors all over the world. Um, you know, and they're, they're bombarded and, and we certainly have access to a sink with, um, soap with, with, within steps, you know, so there's a time and place for all of those, um, hand sanitizers. But I think, I think most of you would agree that, that you wouldn't want your, your children playing with that. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a toy. <laughs> okay. So being mindful. And then what's the other smell? Of course, when you're around children, um, the world of Ayurveda, we're all about digestion. And, you know, we we become poop experts, you know, not only having to analyze ours, but that's pretty much one of the best ways to, to just see, because if you're not satisfied with that output, you know, change the input. And that's one of the the easiest um, 
tools that 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 you can kind of use on a regular basis, on a daily basis. It better be not on a regular basis. It better be on a daily basis, okay? Um, to to make sure, you know, that that you're eliminating, okay, properly. So I certainly, you know, I'm not saying anything. I don't want to embarrass any of the children. Okay. You know, if, if they're, if they're passing gas, running around, you know, sometimes I can't, I don't even know who did it necessarily, but oftentimes then <laughs> when, when one of the children, of course, farts in front of someone else, they make a big deal. Okay. It doesn't happen every day. Thank goodness. But it, but it certainly does happen. Um, I don't know, maybe once a week. Right. And, and you kind of just hear, hear the, hear the children, you know, especially if they know who did it. Um, so it, I, I kind of feel that now that we are, I don't know how far into the school year, I feel that some of the children have even learned that simple concept that it doesn't feel good to be called out and, and in their opinion, you know, to be made fun of. Okay, when when they when other children notice their smell and the children are aware. <laughs> so maybe that's something that comes from, you know, their home environment. Boys will be boys, but it's 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 something with the with with the girls too. Um and and hopefully at some point, you know, I'm gonna if I observe and notice, that's something to always pay attention to if it is a particular child, right? So when we smell these things, especially that gas, please know whether it's a child or whether it's yourself, um, that gas, does it have kind of a putrid odor? Does it smell like the rotten eggs that every you know chases everybody? Does it have a loud sound? You know, does it have that rumble? Does it, does it, have that air behind it and you know air odor or is it is it completely silent there's that phrase silent but deadly you know pay attention usually the pitta the fire element oftentimes and if there's this ama the undigested unabsorbed unassimilated food stuff you know in the digestive tract in the colon you you know and if there's if if there's stuff caked on the intestinal wall you may find that that gas is um oh just a bit more smelly not pleasant and you may even find that when people are clean i i like to make that joke because i'm very aware if the gas if i have gas what i ate if it does have an odor because sometimes when your when your system is running in a more optimal state, um, you can you can actually pass gas, and it's more common, perhaps of a of a kapha nature, where it it may it may I don't I'm never going to use the word sweet, but it almost has no odor whatsoever compared to others. All right, so pay attention because I mentioned this, having referenced this even. Um, in one of the papers when I completed a master's in health and wellness education in that, that Pepto-Bismol commercial that we see, um, 
gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, okay, um, you know that tagline. In, in Ayurveda, that's actually considered to be much more serious because oftentimes that's something that is not diagnosed until we have six stages of disease, where at first it's aggravated, accumulation, there's this overflow. The fourth stage is when it relocates. The sixth stage is when it manifests. And typically our, um, our healthcare system now, this is when they have the ability to say, oh, hey, I know what this is at the fifth stage of manifestation. But we're trying to ad address this doshic imbalance at, this, at that, actually, um, we want to prevent it from relocating, you know, or wherever it may be, depending upon how far long you are, it can be more challenging to treat. Um, but that fifth stage of manifestation when when you're having some of this regular, you know, gas, bloating, indigestion, we want to nip it because the sixth stage is palliative care. And at that point, Ayurveda is um, wonderful in helping, you know, people maintain and prevent some of the um, degradation with, you know, some of the techniques because it's all in that vata stage of life. All right, so we're going to take a back. We're going to take a break, and when I come back, we're going to um, continue talking about our sense of touch and our sense of taste. All right, so think about whether or not you're one to speak up, if that's your nature to not hold back. So, do you identify more as pitta? Would you be? Are you more? Um, afraid? Do you hold back on account of that fear? Or do you hold back on account of wanting to maintain the peace? Okay. So just kind of look at that. And when we come back, we'll continue. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. Join Marianne Beckman-Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th. At 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here.
Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back as we talk about our senses, as we work on remaining open-hearted regardless. So regardless of what life throws at you, you've heard that phrase, turning lemons into lemonade. Some people look toward others outside of themselves, asking why, why is this happening to me? Why are you doing this to me? Others may have the tendency to, you know, in the present time, continue to blame um, someone from the past, okay? And that's, that's one dimension of reality where people live in. As we move into this realm of yoga, Ayurveda, meditation, this is where you hear this term of living in a multi-dimensional environment, in a multi-dimensional um, universe. And, and you can really see as, as we continue to move through time and space where we are at. And so while others may have that attitude, and that's how they go through life. We all know some of those that, you know, might even be a bit more apathetic and, you know, why even change? Um, this is just what's happening to me. Others, again, you know, find find their solace in, in, in faith. And that may take them, you know, down a, down a path. And others, I feel on this path, most have explored many of the other, you know, religions more open to even spirituality in general, honoring that we're spiritual beings living a physical, in a physical body, you know, journeying in this time and space for our soul's growth. And in this other dimension, because some of us may be walking and we may already be living in both of these worlds where we can have these conversations with one group and we can't talk about it with another. And so living in, in, in one group, you know, we may certainly have this understanding that maybe there, or there is an afterlife. I plan these life experiences, you know, so I can grow. I can have these encounters. And many of us have kind of went through our own evolution of you you hear that term waking up because once you you know kind of 
enliven these senses and you see the world and you hear the world. And honestly, you start tasting the world. So that sense of taste, when we start inputting different tastes into our mouth, the minute it touches the tongue, it sends a message to the hypothalamus, right? To, to release, you know, perhaps your, your, your insulin. Okay. That body's getting ready. And that tongue with the saliva, all of this intelligence from a kapha standpoint, we, you know, your Veda break down kapha into five different subdoshas as well as vata pitta. But the bodhaka kapha is right at the tongue. So this is the importance of tongue scraping in the morning. You know, get get rid of that tongue coating, the ama, that may have basically been eliminated while you were resting. Just like there's elimination through the eyes, through the ears, through the nose. So we want to be mindful to cleanse the senses and the 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 tongue, representing that all the taste buds is of vital import uh, importance. So we talked about this before in another episode, but make sure that when you do scrape your tongue and 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 just use a spoon. You know, try it. If you haven't done it, it, it's recommended to do it in the morning versus the evening because it because it can be, you know, stimulating. But when you just stick your tongue out and if you see a coating, start noticing and then you'll see if it becomes thicker, what have you. All right. Um, especially goodness, you know, recommend this. This is excellent. If you've got um, you know, any anybody in your life who who is in love, who, you know, who kisses regularly. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that once you start tongue scraping, I think that if, if, um, some of the children in high school, college, if they started doing this, oh my goodness, that would be mandatory before they ever, um, kissed somebody because my teacher, my dear teacher, Pat Layton, you know, she would use the term tongue poop. And don't feel bad if you're not doing this because when we went to Ayurveda or when I went to Ayurveda school, not only myself, but a couple other classmates, we were not scraping our tongue regularly. We were taught to use the um, bristles on our toothbrush and clean our tongue. All right. And as, as she described, that is comparable to using a broom on a shaggy carpet and expecting it to be clean. Oftentimes, when we have a carpet, um, you use a vacuum even to kind of pull and, and, and suck up all of the debris. So that term, tongue poop, forever changes people's lives. So it, it certainly worked for me. And I've, when I use it, I, I, I watch changes all the time. Okay, so be, be mindful. Um, you know, I, oh, I mentioned that commercial that advocates the pink stuff when you've got, you know, diarrhea, bloating, indigestion. Um, and the reason why I do say that it's never a laughing matter because that's what we consider to all to be in that third stage of disease in the Ayurvedic um, viewpoint. And that third stage of aggravation, this is typically when you know, it's it's not uncommon, you know, to have a bit of gas before a bowel movement. That's oftentimes kind of people's signal. You feel something moving through you. Um, parents notice that with, with children. 
okay, that that usually, you know, comes before their their movement and they allow them to have their time. And at one point in time, I know it sometimes becomes a joke amongst children. And this is where I want you to, if 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 you notice that there is one particular child in your family or in your environment that is, you know, passing a particular um, gas, whether it be smelly or it's the loud one and they're laughing, you know, be aware because we want to nip it in the bud now at that third stage of disease before you know, because if it continues and we just cover up the symptom, um, you know, it, it will eventually, you know, perhaps um, move into that state of overflow where th this is where the vatas at this season are most vulnerable. So please make sure that you are having um, a beautiful bowel movement every day. And if that's not something that you would use to describe yours, please look look at. Um, um, Ayurveda in your area, the National Ayurvedic Medical Association, namaayurveda.org has a list of, you know, board certified practitioners, counselors. So they've really been elevating this field since I went to school in 2008, 2009 to where we are now in 2023. Okay, so um, it's it's something definitely, you know, important to look at because oftentimes it, it's something that you can nip in the bud with simple diet and lifestyle changes, and and usually with um, it, it's usually the diet and 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 perhaps even you know having more move um, physical movement you know, to, to encourage a bowel movement, you know, for, for some children, they basically just never set, sit still. And, um, you know, they're, they're constantly moving, they're drying themselves out. So very important to, to, to please pay attention over the holidays when, when your children, when others may be around and even yourself, because this is a good time to just see how well your digestive system is handling you know, maybe some of the richer foods, um, maybe some of the foods that you don't normally eat as as we move. And every year it may be different. So perhaps last year you were able to handle it. Maybe this year you're not. Okay. So, um, and when we talk about all of these different tastes, when we talk about some of the stuff that we see, the stuff that we hear, the stuff that we smell, we also can move into the realm of mystical. Yoga Ayurveda addresses that realm. Some people don't live in that dimension. This is this is an area that they, um, you know, are just not open to for whatever reason. Maybe it's their upbringing, their beliefs, their their culture, their environment, and perhaps it's a part of their soul's growth. So we need to continue to remain as open-hearted as we can as we move through this path. So that's what Healthy Spirals is all about, is honoring that, you know, we're continuing to evolve ourselves. We may have some low points. We may have some 
you know, super up days, but we know that the majority of our days are somewhere in between. And as we continue to journey, we find ourselves being able to maintain that that place in between and being more resilient to these extreme highs and lows, you know, not getting um, caught into into all the drama, perhaps. Remember last week I mentioned the um, Inuits, which we used to know as um, the Eskimos, and that population, they work on not yelling or scolding their children, knowing that all it does is it, it, it just teaches them to do the same, and then they grow up yelling and screaming. Um, there's this beautiful book by Sumitra Basu, MD, B-A-S-U, and Michael Miovic, MD, M-I-O-V-I-C, called Consciousness-Based Psychology. And this is um, based on Sri Aurobindo's vision of yoga health and transpersonal growth. And the, a completely different viewpoint. I, I'm gonna under I'm gonna read something I underlined all the way on page 384. Okay. Western psychology, psychiatry have of, of confusing mystical experiences with mental illness, thus unfairly pathologizing, pathologizing mystics and doubly stigmatizing mystics with mental illness. And as we discussed in chapter 11, there are mystics who have mental illness. This was not the case for Sri Aurobindo and the mother. Furthermore, the fact that some mystics have had mental illness does not invalidate them as people nor lessen the importance of their contributions to human culture. Nor does the fact that some gurus have been involved in scandals, corruption, and exploitation invalidate yoga and mysticism any more than these same problematic behaviors invalidate other fields where they have occurred, including in science, business, education, democracy, Christianity, and scouting. So it's it's fascinating to see uh, a whole different understanding of human psychology from psychiatric conditions to the ego development you know, that's accepted in a whole other culture. So Sri Aurobindo, he was the most important Eastern thinker, or some some will say that, right? There's always credit. But he lived 1872-1950. But he, he certainly has a following. Um, his transformational worldview, he basically kind of spoke on truths not only from biology, psychology, sociology, spirituality. So it's just fascinating, you know, where you go on this path. Um, and so that's one reality, okay? Do you know people who refuse to, you know, even embrace perhaps a different reality? I know that having been raised Catholic, having gone to... Catholic schools up to 12th grade, and busy going through college, working. There was a time in my life when I never even contemplated past lives. 
reincarnation. Having grown up only hearing a particular message um, about eternal life, I honestly viewed my life, you know, I, I, I look at the reality I lived in at that point and how different my reality is now. And that I, I looked at the fact that, yes, and I would blame my parents more, right? Maybe even blame others for my situation. I can, being one of six children, um, you know, maybe not even getting your way. We, we definitely had uh, more of a, a, a strict father who had a German father. So my father was definitely more strict. And, and you know, you, you just see how as we, as, as we move through these um, kind of experiences, like my father, we can no longer blame, right? Some people continue to blame. They, they live in that past. And others really accept the fact that their reality is they chose this and it's, it can be healing. And there's, you know, people that, that channel, there's, there's a lot of validation behind this, but others, you know, and at some point in our lives, you know, we may not have never even been open. So trusting that everything is according to divine timing. We see what we need to see when we need to see it. We hear when, what we need to hear when we need to hear it. We even taste. We taste these different foods. We evolve, maybe from picky eaters to, to more, um, you know, expansive palates as we age. So honoring even these um, different experiences, we may find people who won't touch certain foods. So we can talk about these different dimensions that people live in and their different realities a bit more when we come back. So just during the break, when you hear the little tune, make sure you move a little bit, okay? So kind of move some of that life force energy, shake your feet, shake your hands, wiggle your fingers, maybe even do a couple of neck rotations. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation, located near O'Hare Airport in Des Plaines, Illinois, offers cost-effective, holistic services in person, online, or at your location. From modern-day Ayurvedic pulse assessments, diet and lifestyle counseling, yoga and meditation classes, Healthy Spirals empowers you to make healthier lifestyle choices day by day, season by season. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Spiral in healthier directions together. 
Join Marianne Beckman-Berman on your mat or in your chair for an hour on Zoom for 10 weeks each season. Classes include Ayurvedic tips, yoga poses, breathing exercises, and meditation. The fall series runs Monday, October 2nd through December 4th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 Pacific, just $10 each class. Join anytime. Visit HealthySpirals.com to register. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. Have a question for Marianne or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Oh, welcome back. Thank you so much for listening, for tuning in, wherever you are, in the country, in the world, from the bottom of my heart. We're talking about remaining open-hearted regardless. I find that everything I've been through, just having had four miscarriages, right? Sometimes at this time of the year with the holidays, very, very child-focused. When I'm in a certain reality and around certain people who live in a different dimension, you can see how, you know, it's easy to kind of, um, what was the word the sound engineer used earlier? Uh, Attenuate. Easier to attenuate to their vibe, to their frequency, and and not be around perhaps those that, um, oh, I mean, it's not even intentional. It's just a whole different reality. And I think right now, you know, one of the things that, especially with with yoga and, and not with yoga, but with Ayurveda, that that kind of just makes me remain open hearted is 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 all the different realities that I find amongst the Ayurveda community, even the yoga community. So, in my opinion, health, not just my opinion, but health, consciousness, they go hand in hand. And yoga and Ayurveda are sister sciences for that very reason, where if yoga is the path to enlightenment and Ayurveda is that path to health, you absolutely need to have that health. And that that health just, it, it I mean, you don't have to, I mean, some people, right, are going to experience that in a different way. But in general, if we want to just kind of honor this physical experience that our 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 spirit is having that soul our heart the seat of the soul that we're having for our soul's growth we need to just continue to remain open hearted regardless of that situation so right now all i hear about and it's and it's very disheartening and i never want to become cold hearted because you're seeing a lot of memes on both sides of, you know, everything nowadays, this division. Yoga is about unity, about this union. And there's all this division, um, one side against the other. And this, and most people in the Ayurveda community are without a doubt with more natural. They advocate more of a, a natural lifestyle. You're going to find those, especially because 
Ayurveda has expanded. And that's actually what what kind of worries me on one dimension. And then when I tap into the other dimension, I remind myself everything is happening according to divine plan. All right. There's a there's this beautiful higher power at play. And everything is happening as it's meant to happen. And that actually brings a lot of peace rather than worry, which side of the debate you are on, you know, but, but it, it is, it's something that I do feel I need to speak up. My experience, not having any children, I know that I um, certainly would need to be homeschooling my children. I know that uh, my husband and I, he had Guillain-Barre, so he was actually paralyzed at one time as in his life and he was on a respirator. So his story has always been that he saw the light and he was told, go back. It's not your time. And we know that we would never have followed that traditional vaccine schedule. I remember doing a report for my master's program as well. When I looked into how many were given today, you know, so some live in that reality that, you know what, they're getting what they had when they were a child. So just so you know, five was the number in 1962, 24 in 1983, and in 2018, it's now 72. It may not appear to be 72 because oftentimes they're given in uh, multiple um, batches. But my reality for so many years as I go to these different health freedom shows and and learning about health, there's so many people from, here's all the books I have, people that I just met at the um, health freedom conference um, recently, actually, I even, you know, got, got their autographs on my book. Um, they all even graciously agreed to come on this show. Okay, so when the time is right, absolutely. But Jeffrey Smith, Seeds of Deception, he was the first one to alert me to the GMOs the in all of the corn, the soybeans, um, the zucchini, and what else was it at that time? Um, all that um, canola. And this was years ago. So this was a big, a big part of my husband's removing of his or getting rid of his migraines. Once, once we learned that connection of what happened and, and once he got rid of that one pop a day with made with that corn syrup, <laughs> he, he no longer had that issue. Okay. So, you know, he's, he's all about that. He was about the GMOs years and years ago. And I remember buying videos and books and distributing them and others never wanted to be more open to that world. And now you walk over Aldi's and you walk in some of the grocery stores and boy, have we come a long way because now for those that live in this world, it's much easier to see, you know, all the foods that contain bioengineered ingredients and, and, and there's a different viewpoint in how they um, react in the gut. Um, Mark Richards, Dr. Mark Richards, MD. So he served as, as, um, the physician consultant to the White House for years. And he had mentioned, so he's a plastic surgeon, and he talked about his book, Nobody Wants You Healthy, Achieving Better Health by Avoiding the Corruptions in Modern Medical Science. And as a plastic surgeon, he remembers 
um, being invited to a holistic conference. And once he, and he, and he, you know, was a bit stubborn, but once he listened and he saw the other side without having to do all these facelifts and these um, surgeries and more of these procedures and focus on prevention, um, he, he really opened his eyes. Another doctor, he's a PhD, this one, Brian Hooker. Vax, unvax, let the science speak. So that's maybe a bit more controversial depending upon where you are. But, you know, be open. Don't allow yourself to, to um, you know, fall for that divided um, or that division. And, and, and when you remain open-hearted and you read or you're exposed to material from both sides, you're going to maybe sense it. Beware of those chills you get, kind of that confirmation. I didn't learn that till much later, all that um, clairsentience. So when we talk about these senses, we can talk about the, the mystical side with the clairvoyance, the clairgustance, the clair, um, all of the clairs, alliance. Which one didn't I say? But the vax, unvax, you know, so again, there's people that live in one reality. There's others that live in another. And just want you to listen just to a short little tidbit, because I recall that when I went um, to my uncle's house, so my elderly uncle, I shouldn't say that. I mean, he's what, 80, huh? Maybe late 70s. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, you know, they're they're more concerned about everything that went on during this COVID. And I stopped by their place and I can remember that they were a bit concerned when they said, when they learned that I did not, I refused. I said, if I ever watch TV and fell for what they were promoting, if I, you know, I, I said, I, I wouldn't be so passionate about Ayurveda in this natural way of life because I've went through my own, you know, battles where now I know that there is another way to have handled it. And, and a big part of happiness, you know, for some is, is having perhaps, oh, the opportunity to even right the wrongs of their childhood, so to speak, you know, and, and, and creating your own family. But I want you to listen to this because this, this could certainly be AI. Okay, but but listen to what your heart says. Um, I'm not endorsing this channel in any way. I don't know him. Okay, but just be open. And this is from today. We have 33 confirmed positive cases in Arkansas. February of 2023. Uh, for our update today, we have 33 new uh, cases who have tested positive for COVID-19 here in British Columbia since this morning. And uh, that brings the total uh, right now actually to 33 deaths that were. So today we have 33 new cases. Every morning, um, our most updated numbers of testing. So know you can always go there to get the most updated numbers. Um, so as of this morning, there were 33 confer 
cases in North Carolina. Forty-three students, you know, in this uh, Navodaya Vidyalaya in Kodugu. So what is, as expected, the number of cases of COVID-19 jumps? A total of 33 people in our state have been tested and are confirmed to have the coronavirus. The map has also expanded. Outbreak at the Latonia nursing home infects at least 33 residents. Seven of them have died. As David Winter found out, mass testing over the weekend revealed the cluster. 33 villages in Pasay City here in Metro Manila have been placed under a two-week lockdown due to a surge in COVID-19 cases. Good afternoon, I'm Karen Swenson. More cases and more events affected. Here is the latest coronavirus news. There are now 33 cases in Louisiana. Okay, so there's actually, um, oh, another quite, um, there's, I could go on for another, I think, eight minutes. Okay, so whether or not that's AI, you know, please listen, decide for yourself. But there's a reason why I bring up this living in different dimensions and different realities, because I never want to become cold-hearted. And there's a big group because people have been screaming without having their voices heard. You know, all the censorship. It is happening. And I think that if if you if you see for yourself, if you start listening, if you start sensing things, you're going to maybe awaken. All right? So be aware. I live in an area now where it's very rare where I go outside and I don't see an ambulance. I don't hear an ambulance. Okay. So if you're not familiar with Dr. Peter McCullough, he's at Peter McCullough, M-C-C-U-L-L-O-U-G-H-M-D.com. He recommends everybody, please. We all know that there's an extreme uptick in all of the blood clotting and all of the cardiac arrests. So if you know somebody who did, who who continues to receive, and if they're open to it. If they're not open, they may not be ready for this dimensional reality, okay? But others, there's a spike protein detox, and he has more information on his website. But these products, if you can look over the counter, natokinase, N-A-T-T-O-K-I-N-A-S-E. He recommends 2,000 units two times a day. Bromelin, we know bromelin from pineapple, but if you're going to take it in, you know, and, and please, not Walgreens, get it from the best source, 500 milligrams once a day. It'll accelerate the clearance of these spike proteins. And curcumin, 500 milligrams two times a day. So there's going to definitely be an uptick for these products as, as we continue to move through the months. You know, so please go to PeterMcCulloughMD.com. And um, he, he basically says, you need to get going on this. So be open. And, and if you know somebody and they're not open to this, and if you've been somebody like me who's often been quiet, speak up. So I bring this to you because it does, it does, you know, hurt. I mean, it, I never want to become hearted, remain, um, you know, closed hearted. So I encourage you, remain open hearted regardless. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Hanukkah for those celebrating. Namaste.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Healthy Spirals Yoga Ayurveda Meditation. We hope you've learned how you can lead a spiritually, mentally, and emotionally healthful life. Until next week, namaste. Namaste.